0: Welcome to the Richard Blackaby Leadership Podcast, helping people take their leadership to the next level. Brought to you by Blackaby Ministries International.
1: Well, a happy new year and welcome to the Richard Blackaby Leadership Podcast. Happy new year to you as well. Hopefully uh you've uh, not consumed too many calories over the weekend or, or over the the holiday and if you have now is the now is the time that you you <laughs> new start new Yeah, you start that new diet again. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and this time you're serious. Yes, it is. This this will be the resolution that, <laughs> that gets resolved. Uh so uh we just want to bring a, a special New Year's uh episode to you yeah. today being that it's New Year's Day. Uh we hope you've had a, a fantastic time over this holiday season with with family and friends and mm-hmm. as we think about new years and and a new year uh 2019 um we got to start putting those on our checks now. Yeah, I know. It for those who write checks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so new years is, is it's often associated with uh resolutions and uh new year's parties and all these sorts of things but uh Should leaders view a new year in in any other way other than just a New Year's resolution? And it's a day to watch college football. Yeah. Or or whatever it is.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You know, New Year's in some ways is is very much an artificial day in a calendar. Sure. I I think every day of your life you have the opportunity to initiate new things in your life. But uh, at the same time, I think New Year's is a great uh, starting point. It is the beginning of a new year. Uh, and, of course, uh, sometimes we just need that extra little impetus of something like a, a new calendar year. Uh, we, in business, we often measure things in a calendar year of success. And so I think as a, as a Christian, certainly every year you ought to measure it. You ought to evaluate every year. And you ought to look at it and say, first of all, let me reflect on the year that just passed, Uh, I I really strongly believe and encourage leaders to always take an inventory of the year in review. And so Mm -hmm. it may have been a great year. It might have been a disappointing year. Regardless, I think you need to take a hard, long look at the year that has just now passed. Uh, I think certainly sometime in December is probably a good time to start doing that. And look at your successes. Look at your failures. Ask yourself, uh, what can I learn from that? What can I do better in the year to come? Um, What do I need to improve on? Uh, What do I need to address? Uh, And uh, and unpack all the major events throughout your year. Did you have some goals for last year you didn't achieve? What would you need to adjust so that this year you do uh, reach those goals? Uh, I think really for a leader, you never want to have the same year you had the year before. You always yeah. have a desire for it to be better. And you may have had an awesome year this year, but uh, with God, there's always ways for it to be even better. Yeah. And so you, you want to look back and maybe you celebrate a lot of what you did. Maybe you learned some great things this year that you definitely want to carry over to next year. But, uh, but there may be some other things I think for most of us will recognize. There's got to be some areas of weakness as well. Maybe some disappointment, maybe some things that were okay, but they weren't great. And so always ask yourself, I mean, if I just do everything exactly the same in 2019 that I did in 2018, I'm likely to get a lot of the same results, but I'd like to get better results. I think every year ought to be your best year yet because Mm -hmm. you've got more wisdom, more experience, more contacts, more knowledge. Uh, you've, You've had a year to get yourself in a better position than last year. So for any number of reasons, your next year ought to be your best. And, uh, and so that's why I think it's important to take an inventory of the year in review and ask some important questions so that uh, you're prepared for the best year of your life yet and your best year as a leader yet.
1: And I think that's that's great and, and certainly reviewing uh, the year. Uh, but what, what about um, people who have tried to better themselves? They've, they've made New Year's resolutions in the past and didn't keep them by february yeah you know it's come and gone and and it's another year of, of perhaps disappointment yeah well and i think a lot of us have had that
0: experience and that's why i think new year's resolutions are treated kind of like as a joke yeah and uh, and i think some part of that is because um we sometimes think uh we make all those resolutions just in our own strength it's just things we would like to do uh and sometimes we make a resolution but we really don't We we don't have a commitment backing it up. We we might have, it's wishful thinking, but uh, either we're not really serious about it, or uh, most of the time we just have not put a serious plan uh, together to actually achieve it. It's fine to say I I'd I'd like to lose uh, twenty pounds this year, but then we don't make any plan. We don't stop eating anything that we were eating before. Uh, We we don't start exercising any more than we were before. We don't join a gym. Uh, we, we don't take any steps. So it's, of course, yeah. it's destined to fail. Uh, and so I'd say, uh, uh, you know, there's a number of things that you can do. Uh, and, uh, you know, a couple of questions I think that you should ask yourself that kind of help you. One is what needs to improve to identify something in your leadership, something in your life that needs to improve. Ask yourself another question. Uh, what, what did God tell me? Uh, it's one thing for you just to have a fleeting thought of something that could be better—it's another thing to have heard a word from God, where mm-hmm. God said, "This needs to change. This needs to be. This is not honoring to me." Uh, and when you've heard something from God, I think there's certainly should be a much greater impetus to say, "That's different than wishful thinking." Sure. Uh, that's that. If I don't make a change, then I'm living in disobedience to Almighty God. So, what did God tell me to do? And uh, and then how do I keep that accountable? I, sometimes I feel like God's told me to do something, and I need to write that down and maybe keep it inside my Bible. Maybe tape it onto my mirror where I, it's, I see it regularly. I'm reminded. I, this is not just my thinking. This is something I've been told to do, and I'm accountable for whatever I'm told to do by God. So keep it in front of you. Uh, ask yourself, uh, what's holding me back? What's keeping me? What will What will cause me to fail if I leave this in my life? Maybe it's just disorganization maybe it's unwillingness to make a plan maybe we like to be spontaneous and so we want to lose weight but we don't want to have a routine that locks us in every day to not eating certain foods and exercising every morning we just want to be free to just do what we feel like doing mm-hmm. which inevitably is going to cause you to fail yeah um and uh and then what specific steps should can i take or should i take so that i do achieve my goals uh Maybe, I tell you, when you start a new year, think about what books you want to read in 2019. Make a list. Buy the books. Put them on a shelf in front of you. Uh, Maybe sketch out. For me to read these books in this year, I need to read this many pages each week. Uh, Check off when you've read a book. Identify when you're falling behind. Um, I hear all kinds of people talk about classic books they've always wanted to read. And year, yeah. after, year after year, they never read them. But number one, they may not have even bought them. Uh, number two, they never set any time aside in their day or week to read. Uh, and so year after year, that's an, a goal that they continually fail
1: at. Yeah, I think that's an important thing to, to even go that extra step and say, not only am I going to do these things, but I'm going to carve out this 30 minute block of time at the end of my day to, to maybe read this book yeah. or that book and
0: otherwise it's just wishful thinking if yeah. there's no plan that, a concrete plan that gives you the time resources uh, to, to accomplish your goal then it's just it's you're destined to fail right out of the shoot yeah. yeah and I, and I
1: think we can look at our own life and I mean I can think of examples in my life of things that I would like to do but because I don't carve out the time to do them they, you know, there are things I, that just, they yeah. won't get done. They and we, we, sometimes we think
0: just acknowledging that something would be good to do is the same <laughs> as actually doing, yeah. it, you know, and there's, and so we, we acknowledge lots of things we ought to do, but we, we've never made a plan. Yeah. Uh, I, a couple other things, I think maybe in 2019, you need to take a class. Uh, maybe there's some skills you ne- you have never developed that would greatly enhance your leadership, your effectiveness. Uh, but until you take that class and there's so many online classes these days, there's so many night classes, so many ways, uh, to take a class and better yourself without ever having to move or adjust your lifestyle significantly, just uh, schedule yeah. some time to do that. Um, you, maybe you need to enlist a coach. We're, we'll, probably in the new year, we'll probably, we are think about taking some time to talk with the director of the Blackberry Ministries coaching ministry, uh, Bob Royal, Uh, You can go to Blackview Ministries and and enlist a coach to walk with you maybe once a month, once a quarter. I think everybody needs a coach at some point just to touch base with someone and measure where they are and to identify how to overcome some things that are holding them back. Maybe this will be the year that you get a leadership coach and just sit down and present them with some specific areas in your life that you know as a leader you ought to grow in and improve in. And you decide this year I'm going to do it. And when you're paying someone to help you with that, you're, you've got some motivation mm-hmm. to get your yeah. money's worth. It's not just wishful thinking anymore. You've got someone that's going to hold you accountable and ask you those hard yeah, questions. You've
1: invested in your in your priorities, invested in your goals.
0: Yeah, and now you got when you got money on the line, it just it's amazing how much more motivated sometimes we can be. I think uh, you need to schedule whatever adjustments you you want to make, and whether it's your calendar, whether it's your finances. Uh, whether it's in the appointments you keep, I think sometimes uh, maybe there's there's sin in your life that's holding you back. There's uh, some bad attitudes that are holding you back, uh, some broken relationships holding you back, some scars from your past that you've not been willing to get past. And because of that, year by year, it keeps tripping you up. and uh, And so you just say, you know what, it's just time for me to put that to rest. It's time for me to be reconciled. It's time for me to just finally say that enough is enough. I'm not going to be that way anymore. I'm not going to act that way. I'm not going to hold on to that grudge any longer. I'm not going to hold on to that bitterness that robs me of joy. And and the same with relationships. If you've got a broken relationship, don't just go into another year with that same broken relationship. Say, you know what, I'm just going to, I know they should probably be the ones to come to me. They're the ones who wronged me. You but know. they don't seem like they're forthcoming and making that appointment. So I'll reach out. But I just know this would be a much better year if I don't have that you know, draining in my soul and robbing me of joy and, and uh, robbing me of what I could be benefiting from in that relationship. And so what are some things that uh, I just need to get right so that when I enter 2019, I don't have those things holding me back anymore, those drains on me that keep tripping me up over time. Uh, how could I set the, the groundwork for 2019 so that it, it everything was set up for it to be the best year I've ever had uh, and not just another year like I always seem to have? And so lots of great things you can do to, as far as that's uh, uh, concerned. Another question I would ask is, what commitments did I feel led to make that I fulfilled now? Maybe I was I felt that I should serve on the board of my children's uh, private school, and I've done that for the last three years. I've been to all their monthly meetings. I've served on subcommittees. I've donated. I've contributed what I can. But uh, you know what? After three years, my oldest child has graduated from that school now, and and I think I've made those contributions I was meant to make. I, I don't think it was a life sentence. One thing I always encourage people to do at the end of every year is to say, let me look at every commitment I've made, every place I'm volunteering, every committee I'm serving on, uh, every person I've vowed to try to help out this year. Do I have to do all those next year? Maybe it's time for someone else to do that. Maybe it's time to free up two commitments I have on serving on these two boards so that now I've got room in my life to serve in a different place. Uh, don't, and you, You've got to always clean house every year. Otherwise, yeah. your life gets cluttered with all kinds of uh, tired, worn out responsibilities that are robbing you of the new thing that you could be doing and serving in. So look at all the commitments, uh, even, even hobbies, even recreation. Maybe you've put a lot of time into this hobby over the years, but you know what? It's just time to try something new, something fresh this year. Maybe it's even a recreation. Maybe you've had the same holiday for the last 10 years in the same place. And God's saying, you know what, don't, don't assume that every year has to be the same. You actually are missing out on some great opportunities uh, by not doing other things. And so maybe this is the year you say, I'm going to change that up. Maybe it's even just something as frivolous as seemingly as a, a recreational pursuit. Maybe it's time to join a basketball league this year instead of being in the same, uh, you know, in this recreation or uh, having this hobby. Uh, maybe I can do a hobby now that my wife or my husband can do with me. Uh, and so I'm going to change some things up. But I would take very seriously, too many of us are not intentional as we enter the new year. And mm. so sure enough, we have another year just like all the other ones. And if we'd taken some time to seek God, to evaluate, uh, we might have experienced a really a radically different year, a better year, uh, because we made the right adjustments to do that.
1: Well, and I think a, a physical winter being January is a great time to, to look at uh, what other things in your life are in a winter and need to come to, yeah. to an end uh, you know new years is, is obviously a, a new year mm-hmm. but perhaps it's a new year to let something uh, yeah. go yeah and, and let something die and uh, so let, let's take a quick break here and when we come back we will finish up
0: Once a quarter, Richard Blackaby gives a conference call devotional for Marketplace leaders in partnership with Workforce Ministries. The next call will be held on Wednesday, January 9th from 7.30 to 8.15 a.m. Visit WorkforceMinistries.org for the phone number and access code. Links will also be in the show
1: notes. So Richard, with the uh, social implications of a new year, it's sort of a community thing. Hmm. We all make our resolutions. We all vow to to do it right this year. Uh, What's what some other uh, practical advice do you have for us as we approach that? Well, you know, sometimes change is not just a
0: one-time decision. We kind of think, well, I'm just going to decide this. I'm going to decide that. But uh, a lot of times change comes from habits. You want to really change your life long-term, change your habits.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, some people don't like habits. They, they find it confining, restrictive. Uh, every morning I'm going to get up and I'm going to do the same exercise or are going to have the same quiet time. Some people just resist habits because they find it constrictive to their free expression <laughs> and their free spirit. But for instance, a diet, you can't just diet when you feel like it. A diet has to be, if you're going to lose weight, you've got to decide, I will not eat dessert. I will not mm-hmm. eat uh, uh, Sugared water, whether it's sweet tea or or Coke or whatever, uh, I'm gonna. There's certain things I'm just gonna do. I'm I am gonna run three days a week, no matter whether it's raining out, whether I feel like it or not. So I would ask yourself, what are some new habits I'm gonna establish for this year that I will follow through the entire year? Uh, Whether it's diet, whether it's exercise, whether it's reading, maybe your Bible. Maybe you decide this year, I'm going to read through the whole Bible this year. Uh, maybe it's, I'm going to get up 30 minutes earlier than I have in the past and uh, regularly spend time with God. Maybe you're going to sign up, uh, join a, a, a prayer group or a Bible study group that meets uh, every week. And, uh, and you're just going to make a commitment, at least for that year. You'll renew it at the end of the year, but for that year there just might be a way maybe there's a book club that reads uh, Christian classics or something uh, leadership books and uh, you're going to take a year and just uh, uh, have some habits that you haven't had before and, yeah
1: well a great way to start that uh, reading book club habit is, is even here on the podcast we... yeah
0: well a great segue there <laughs>
1: Yeah, we and 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 in all seriousness, we uh you know, we go through leadership books about once a month. Yeah. And that that's a great way to say, you know what? I know every month. I, you at know, at least Rich, one new book. At yeah. least one new book and and Richard's going to walk through it and so there's a sense of community there as well that you're not the only one reading that book right now that yeah. we are too. And that, and... that sure makes a
0: difference. I, I yeah. think so many of our habits, if it's a lone habit just of your own, mm-hmm. uh, it's always harder to keep than if you, it's a habit that you're in with some at least one other person. Yeah. we're gonna I'm going to meet up with my neighbor around the corner. We're going to run uh, 5K three days a week. Well, if you know that guy is going to be meeting you at the corner and you're both going to make that run together – far easier to do that than if you're going to just go out by yourself. Yeah. And, uh,
1: well, and, and, and the running for sure. Cause uh, Carrie is in her third trimester and has stopped running for now. Hmm. And uh, even just the short time that, that she's not running, uh, I've already found it much harder to get yeah. up and out the door and yeah. run. <laughs> oh, it is. And so find somebody that has a similar goal that you
0: have. If it's losing weight and you just decide let's weigh in each week together, let's hold each other accountable, did we stick to our guns on what we eat or don't eat. Uh huge percentage more high, uh, higher of success if you've got someone else Absolutely. sharing the goal with you. One or two other things to say, you know, one thing that God's convicted me of lately is that the purpose of our life is to bring glory to God. And so one thing I would ask is take an inventory of how much glory did you bring to God this past year Uh, by the way you reflected Christ, by the way you loved your enemies, by the way you sacrificed yourself, that you denied yourself and you took up your cross and followed Christ in maybe some difficult areas, Um, by the way you shared Christ, by the way you prayed, uh, and, and, and look at, take an inventory. And say, well, so if the purpose of my life is to bring glory to God, how, how did I do with that last year? Mm. And then ask, and how could I, uh, if, if that's the purpose of my life, hopefully in 2019, I bring more glory to God than I brought to Him in 2018. Yeah. Well, don't assume that. I think we all would like to do that. Yeah. But just like losing weight, say, well, then, so how are you going to bring more glory to God? Uh, Now, some of that will be out of your control in the sense that God may bring some things into your life, some crises he may allow, uh, some difficulties. You might be criticized by colleagues, and uh, you may not have control over what they do, but you certainly have control over how you respond, what kind of Christ-like way you handle the adversity that God allows into your life. Maybe last year when people criticized you, you got really defensive. Maybe you lashed back out with some ugly words yourself. And God, maybe in 2019, is not going to take away the hardship from your life, but it's going to give you a fresh opportunity to respond to it in a more Christ-like way than you did last year. And uh, so I would ask myself, so am I set up this year to bring more glory to God than I did last year? Because if that's the purpose of my life, I I want my purpose to be fulfilled, and I want to accomplish what God put me on this planet for. Mm -hmm. And if a lot of that is to, to glorify Him by the way I live my life... I want to live my life in such a way in 2019 that I bring more glory to Him than I ever did in the year before. And maybe lastly, I would just say, think about the contribution your life is making. Will you contribute more this year than you did last year? Now, some of that can be in financial. Look at how much money you gave to charitable causes, how much you tithe to your church, uh, uh, how much you gave to, to Christian causes. And I think a a great goal for Christians is to give more this year than they gave last year. Now, you may not have made any more money uh, this next year than you did last year, but are there ways you can give? Maybe it's giving things to goodwill, uh, circulating things uh, in need. Maybe it's giving things to clothes closets at a local church that give to the poor, to the homeless. Maybe it's in in how you serve, and maybe you go someplace and and give your time. You give more time. to serving God this year than you did last year. Uh, Maybe you volunteer in some ways in your church in ways you didn't last year. But uh, I always would like to look at my contribution, especially to things that are eternal, uh, because when you invest eternally, those are treasures that are laid up for you in heaven, that uh, no matter what is happening with uh, interest rates and inflation, uh, it doesn't take away from that investment that you made. And so... Year by year, I would say, well, so what what did I invest eternally last year, and um, and how can I make a, a greater investment next year as well? Yeah, uh, and because uh, you want to be a person who gives and invests in things that matter, and so year by year, I think certainly we're we're always looking at investments we made to our retirement funds, uh, to our savings, or whatever else. Uh, I would also be taking a look at my eternal investments as well. To say, am I set up? And I know people that every year will add, I've known people that every year they added 1% to how much they gave. So if they gave 10% uh, in, to their church and offerings uh, throughout the year, the next year they added 1% and they gave 11%. And next year they gave 12%. I've known people that had very intentional goals about every year giving in some way more than they gave the year before. Uh, and I think for some of us, that's kind of counterintuitive. We want to save more and more.
1: Yeah. But uh,
0: you can't take what you save with you uh, into eternity, but you can that which you invest, especially wisely into things that are eternal. And so, uh, again, that's just something maybe to think about as you approach next year. Maybe if I gave up, I've known people that said, you know what, I'm going to like cancel cable. And with the money I save, I'm going to be able to give $100 a month more to support this uh, charity or to my church or something else uh, and there are ways. Uh, you know I, some I know some people have things pretty tight but for, but for most of us, whether it's in how we volunteer or how we give, uh, there, there are ways uh, to save money here so we can give it there. And so be the kind of person that just every year seems to give more, bless more than they did the year before as well. So it's all about being intentional mm-hmm. and just reflecting on your life and review and saying, God, so how can I improve over last year so that this year is the best year I've ever had? And certainly that's our prayer for all of our listeners in 2019, Absolutely. that when you get to the end of this year, you'll say, my goodness, that was by far and away the best year I've ever had in my life. Praise God. And now, God, what do I do so that next year is even better than that one?
1: That's a great way to start 2019.
0: Let's do it. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If this is something you enjoyed, review us on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. If you have questions or comments, please email us at podcast at blackbee.org.